You're listening to the Ultimate Podcast for the Ultimate Flag Football League with your hosts, Steve and Danny. Join us as we break down all the games, players, and updates from around the league. So get ready, because it's time for some Top Talk. It's official. The San Diego Titan Cup champions are the Goon Squad. You're absolutely right, man. But I can't say I'm surprised. No, no, I mean, I don't think anybody at this point is surprised. People have been saying it all season long that the Goon Squad was the favorites to take down this this championship. The Goon Squad faced two teams in this, uh, you know, playoff because they had the the bye for going eight and zero. And was the, it a playoff? Was exa- it exactly? <laughs> Shots fired! Shots fired! Eagles couldn't get it done. Goblin, even the Goblins couldn't get it done. And I thought the Goblins versus Goon Squad, which did make an epic game, because we thought that's where it was going. These two teams should have faced for the conference championship. And, I agree. And, and, and you know, I made a bold prediction last week. When I said shock versus War Eagles. Yeah, that wasn't happening. <laughs> hey, the War Eagles could still be in. It, it was a possibility. And the shock, you know, they definitely disappointed me in playoffs, but they didn't disappoint me towards the end of their season. They really stepped it up. I'm very anxious to see what they do for next season. I want to say this, though. The Goon Squad came in, and they put up their lowest two-game total all season in the playoffs. Maybe they weren't even trying because they knew. Well, I mean, this was my question. Did the other teams just really step it up in the yeah. playoffs, or did the Goon Squad fall off just a no, little bit? I think the other team stepped up. It's playoffs, you know. They probably the Goon Squad probably wasn't ready for a team that was desperate. That's true, you know. In the Pericos and even the Goblins, because you know they wanted that win. I but mean, they, yeah, they didn't come close. So the season is over, and Goon Squad is eight and zero. Undefeated. Yep. We'll talk about them later in this podcast. We're ten gonna, and zero now, right? Gonna, well, yeah, technically ten and zero, but I'm just talking regular season. Yep. And uh, we're going to get into the Goon Squad because they're going to have to face one of four Los Angeles teams, and we'll get into Goon Squad versus all four of those teams a little bit later. We got some other stuff on the show tonight. It's going to be a good one. Then you have uh, the Goblins. They ended six and two. Then you have the Pericos and the Monstars, both ending at three and five. And yep. then you have the Shock. Going over. over, so it was an epic first season for San Diego. The Goon Squad ultimately ran it, but the question is, what's in store for next season? It's true. I mean, the Goon Squad basically came out to play. They a lot of the tied players from this team ran the Mid City Division for for three straight seasons. Came down to San Diego, had themselves a. Uh, uh, an undefeated season here. Now they still have to go on to play in the Tough Cup against one of the teams from LA. Yeah, and so we're not sure what's going to happen there. If you agree with me, it's it's going to be the Raptors that are going to take it down. If you agree with almost anybody else, it's going to be the Goon Squad. I mean, including Commissioner Billy. Oof. He came out and said that the Tough Cup is going down to San Diego. Wow. That that's. I wonder how that makes uh, Frankie and and uh, Timmy. Timmy and Shannon. All, all the all the conference managers from LA. Your, your commissioner is wow, against you right abandoned now. Abandon them, right? <laughs> He's like, hey, but, you know, new what? hotness. I, I do get it, and I do think Goon Squad Raptors will make one of the most epic tough cups in probably my my eyes, tough league history. It, it, yeah, just, I just agree. for the fact that it's LA versus San Diego, just for the fact that it's tied, split up onto these two teams, and for the fact that both these teams will have been be ten and zero undefeated right. by the time they meet. So. It could be epic, but they're not safe. It could be Raptors, it could be War Eagles, and it could be Phantoms and Venom. And I do want to say for the Phantoms and Venom... 
they have a lot on their shoulders because those are the two teams fighting for the conference championship for the Van Nuys division, the Van Nuys conference. Right. And everybody seems to think that it's either Mid-City or Santee, a.k.a. San Diego. Right. The Tough Cup's going home to one of those two places. And these two teams from Van Nuys don't sleep on them. Now, I do somewhat agree that if you take Goon Squad or you take War Eagles, Raptors, I think that there is a little bit more competition in those two conferences, as far as those teams go, than Phantoms Venom. Uh, two story. Yeah. I, I know it's debatable for sure. I, I totally I get that, but what I'm trying to get at is that the Phantoms and Venom have a lot on their shoulders because what if they come in and shut down both these guys? You know, Santee and Mid City. That'd be say, intense. Tough cups being played here next season in Van Nuys and and one of you guys are coming to us. I think that'd be epic to be honest. It it, it could be very epic. We we know there's a lot of good players on both of those teams, some star athletes over there. Yeah. You know, we're going to get into again uh, breaking down these potential matchups for the Goon Squad uh here, you know, more towards the end of the episode, but for right now, uh, I want to bring up uh something that's going to be happening in the upcoming seasons uh for not only San Diego but for Tough League and, and beyond. And that is St. Louis. Oh yeah, that's right. So that's coming. Yeah, San Diego's about to have another bit of competition coming their way. Now, granted, St. Louis won't be playing in the Tough Cup right. until 2020. Yeah. So if you're an out-of-state league that pops up over the next year, you're not going to be coming down to fight for the Tough Cup. They're just going to have a Titan Cup. Right. So St. Louis will only have a Titan Cup champion. And I, that's kind of rough for them. I feel like uh, they should go for the Covenant Prize, but... It is a Southern California-based league. If this right. was a club, this would be the mother charters, is, is Southern California. Right. So these other out-of-state leagues, they need the time that, that in particular, L.A. has put in. They've been up about four years now. Right. So I do get it, and that's cool, but St. Louis is going to be epic. I can't wait to cover a league that's out-of-state. Yeah. And best believe to everybody listening over there in St. Louis – we're going to be on our A game with game film, stats, getting in touch with as many players as we can, getting a lot of interviews on the podcast. We're going to be fully involved with St. Louis and Miami, which is, is still you know in the works right now, but they're starting with a tournament just like St. Louis did uh, you know, a few months back. Speaking of the tournament in St. Louis, two of the teams from the tournament in St. Louis will be in the inaugural season coming up very shortly. It's going to be played at the Creve Core Complex. It's a gorgeous turf field. It's it's a premier yeah, field. I've I seen it. It's awesome. Yeah, They're it's, so lucky they get to play there. It's going to be just up there par with uh, Mid-City and Santee. That's right. And now we did talk to the commissioner. He doesn't want any more than about nine or ten teams to start St. Louis. He wants to make sure that it's running very smoothly, just like yeah, everything in Tough. I get it. And you know, one thing he wanted me to talk about and wanted us to, to really break into was the payment structure and how Tough League works for, for payments for players. Yeah, and this and yeah, we might be talking St. Louis here, but this goes for all all the leagues now. LA, San Diego, Orange County. That's right. Anybody coming into Tough that's new or even a free agent that hasn't signed a contract yet, this is how it works. Your very first season in Tough League is a hundred dollars for your player fee. Okay, you can sign a one season, two season, or three season contract, and those fees go down per season. And so it, it breaks down two seasons contract. You're only paying ninety a season. Three season contract is eighty a season. And so they do give some leeway there. And if you sign contracts, you can be traded. You can buy out your contract. There's all sorts of rules that go under yeah. this. Yeah. But 
In addition to that, your team has to pay a $170 team fee. That can be split up among all your players. It comes out to like 17 bucks a person. It's not a big deal. And then, of course, if you're a new franchise coming in, you have to pay for your jerseys. Yeah. And that's why it's important to stick with your team, build a franchise, because the jerseys, I mean, they're they're fairly cheap for what they normally cost. No, yeah, but, but they're high quality, super high Tough quality. Has insane standards. I mean, I'm I'm still currently looking at my Outlaws jersey here, and it's it's they're high quality. They are, and, and I I did experience that too, where I was very hyped and I wanted to get my my last name and all the other players on my team their last names on the back of the jersey. And then as the season goes by, you got players dropping off and new ones coming in that have to wear a jersey that you know they that they don't have right. because. It went to the person whose last name is on it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so, you know, building these franchises is great. And as Danny said, these jerseys are high quality. We, uh, Tough League, we, Tough League. Right. We just, uh, Tough League currently took down a new sponsor, uh, Moss Sports, who's going to be doing all the jerseys for every single Tough League in America. Nice. So we want to thank Moss Sports for their new sponsorship with Tough League. It's an exclusive deal specifically with Tough League, and it's it's going to be great. They're only charging us thirty five bucks a jersey. So every player out there, when you come on board with your new team, it's thirty five bucks. You get your jersey, and that's it. Yeah. And for all those players listening, if you want your name on your jersey, which a lot of players do, and if you don't want to pay a whole lot extra, just go get those iron on lettering. Yep. That works just as good. So. Yeah, I've even narrowed it down where I put a piece of duct tape on the back of my jersey <laughs> and then wrote my name in if I had to. It's important. I mean, it's a full experience. I got to have my name on my jersey, and, and a, lot, a lot of our players feel that way. So it right. goes not just for St. Louis, but for San Diego, right? So and coming back to St. Louis, as I said previously, you are going to have two teams coming in that played in the tournament. The two teams that were in the championship, the Spartans, and as we knew them before, West Side Story. I know they're going to be coming in under, under a different franchise. We don't have that info yet, but we are going to be dropping. In a St. Louis podcast very, very shortly. So stay tuned for that because it's going to be epic. Yeah, it's going to be an epic season uh, premiere for St. Louis. And could you see, uh, you know, West Side Story versus Goblins? I don't know, man. You know? It's 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 too early to call for no, St. For Louis sure. and uh, Spartans versus War Eagles. You know, right? I mean, I'm just throwing out what uh, ifs. It's you, gonna you're getting excited. It's 2020 as they're coming to I California. Know, I know. But you know, it's cool to hear that that's where the league is going. And I can't wait for St. Louis, Me but neither. I'm also very psyched for San Diego. And what's so, to come here? So San Diego just finished their their first season, right? And I'm wondering what this is going to mean over the course of the next couple seasons. So next season, season two of San Diego, which will be the spring season, starts in about seven and a half weeks. So for all the teams other than the Goon Squad, because they still technically have about you know a couple weeks left till they finish their game out, right? But all the other teams are done for. Seven and a half weeks about you have to get your teams together and get ready for the spring season. It's a long wait, but there's a lot of info coming out. Listen to the podcast because we do Tough 9 and Tough Her while you're waiting. As well as Tough 6 previews. Yeah, Tough 6 previews. So I can't wait to see what San Diego is in store for next season. Are we going to have more than five teams? I'd love to see a double. We'll, We'll see what happens because I think the division could probably hold no more than 12. Right. And then anything over that, you're kind of like leaking where you might have to do a Spartan division, which would be cool too. But if San Diego only has, like, let's say 13 teams, I I would still vote to keep it all tight. Yeah, it depends on the level of competition. If you have, you know, 13 teams, but you have the Goon Squad and the Goblins 
seriously as the best two teams, you need to consolidate, you know, your talent and then, you know, maybe have a, a six team Titan and a seven team Spartan. Something like that. And I'd like to see San Diego get to sixteen teams. I know that's quite a jump from five. Right. But if you had sixteen teams and you had eight and eight, because usually typically a division is eight teams. Right. Two are out of playoffs and then the top six get in. Right. You know, I'd like to see every division with twelve teams, but it's gonna be epic. You know, whatever is in store for San Diego, we know that it's only growing. Not to mention Orange County's coming. Tough her San Diego Tough is on the horizon. San Diego. That's right. There's rumors that they're gonna start with a tournament towards the summer. Right. So and I hope by the summer we're looking at a full Spartan division and a full Titan division for the men's. Yep. You know, because then a lot of those guys will leak over into a tough nine and by summer San Diego's rolling tough six men's and then tough nine tough hurt just like LA is. So, you know, the word has to be spread out in San Diego. Wynn did an amazing job running this conference this season. I know he's gonna be on it for next season. It's gonna be twice as epic. So that leaves us to another issue I want to get into. Oh, yeah. Mid-City Titan division. Yep. And basically, uh, we we broke it down on the Mid-City Titan podcast, but we're going to talk about it here briefly. Basically, what happened and what went down is the Ducks, who are a premier veteran team in Tough League, they had their first playoff game against a newer franchise in the Copperheads. Yeah, uh, the Copperheads have been around for a while, right. but this was a new group of guys. Yeah, 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 I get it. And and they had a decent they had a decent season coming in. We 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 saw them as up and comers, but they got up against this team, the Ducks. They let their heads get the best of them. They essentially started a fight on the field. Yeah, this is completely unacceptable in Tough yeah, League. Yeah. It, it definitely triggered tons of repercussion from. Tough league management. Yeah, the commissioner so was pissed. at the field. They're, they're pissed. Not just the commissioner, but they're telling you, Tough League has, you know, what, four, four or five managers going right now? Right, and there's just conference managers. And, and that's just conference managers. We're not talking behind the scenes and, and far as, like, guys that run it. Right. And you think the commissioner does it alone, you're sorely mistaken. I mean, it's a, there's, like, a, a squad of, like, 15 people that run Tough League. Right. It's it, it's intense, and they have they they had they're having a team meeting today, which is Wednesday when you're when the podcast yep. is dropping, and we're all over those meetings. Right. Usually, we're there with them, getting all the info we can because we are the voice between management and the players. Right. And uh, as well as Norris, who does an amazing job too. This can't be stated enough. Eric R. Norris has done an amazing job his entire career with Tough League. Yeah. He continues to kill it every single week. Make sure you guys are watching the lowdowns and yeah. the top plays. And there's they got plans for Norris, so we're going to get more of him coming soon. And word is he's supposed to be coming on the podcast soon, so that's going to be an epic thing in itself. But not to get too far ahead. <laughs> I can see you over there getting excited Get excited. Already. No, that'd be cool, though. But, yeah. It all comes down to this. The management is meeting on Wednesday, and – they are in an uproar about this. Essentially, what is going to be happening is every single conference manager is going to have the power to eject a player for any sort of physical act that's outside the spectrum of the game. And not just players, but whole teams. Whole teams. The Copperheads, this team that we're talking about, their whole team was ejected on the spot. It's completely suspended indefinitely from Tough yep. League. And for the foreseeable future, they will not see the field for Tough. Right. And which is a bummer because now they just, you know, they lost their opportunity to play in an amazing league. Right. And they're going to be on it. So that's the, and, and like I, I know Win, and he's not going to take that lightly either. So no. any type of nonsense going on in San Diego, you'll get the re- same repercussions as LA is. Let's get into the Goon Squad and their potential opponents yep, for yep. the Tough Cup. All right. 
So you have the Goon Squad handled business. They're going to face one of four teams in two weeks. But before we jump into this, I want to just say this. You know, this has to do with the Goon Squad. I reached out to Corey Thorell. I got a quote from him. Something that we're doing more often here on the podcast is getting quotes from players, getting you guys involved, and making sure that everyone is hearing your guys' voices, not only on social media, but on the podcast. Yeah. So I reached out to Corey. I asked him, can I get a quote on how the Goon Squad is feeling coming off their inaugural San Diego Titan Cup win and who they think is the biggest competition heading into the L.A. playoffs? Now, I'm going to drop this beat. And for all you guys out there, when you hear this beat coming, you know I'm dropping a player quote. Yeah, because I want to encourage more players to send us in their quotes. Right. And if not their audio, send us audio quotes too on face on Facebook. You can go in the inbox, send us the voice message. But when you hear this beat, you know that these words are coming from another player. So let's hit him with it. The biggest competition heading into the LA playoffs is Coachella and the three-week break in between games. We feel like we beat the best team. We will play all season long, and we are ready to show LA what San Diego brings to the table. Now, we're thankful to play in Tough League, and hopefully we didn't scare the competition away. From Corey Thorell. Come from Corey Thorell. Man, Goon Squad is, I'm just saying it right now, they are ready for anybody, they're ready for anything, and they're ready to come in and just dominate L.A. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. Right. And here's the thing with this, though. And a lot of L.A. is saying, oh, well, Goon Squad had a much shorter road to get to the Tough Cup when we had to battle out a 16-team division versus San Diego's five-team division. Right. And I could go both sides on that. I hear the the argument there. But ultimately, this is what it comes down to. L.A. is going to produce their top talent in one of those four teams, and the Goon Squad still going to beat them. So what according does that mean? to according to a lot of people, according to a lot of people, yes, yes, no, that's what I meant, right, right. I'm not dropping my prediction just yet. Wait till the end of the podcast for that. But uh, but that's but that's ultimately what it is. So it doesn't. Yeah, they had a shorter road, but at the end of the day, the top talent from LA may or may not be able to take down the top talent from San Diego. So that's what it's all about. It doesn't matter how long or short of a road you had there. It's a, it's about they're they're ten and zero, and I think they would still be ten and zero, or you know, in 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 a LA conference. Be it Van Nuys or Mid City. Yeah, I mean it would it would be interesting to see them play a full season up in up in Mid City, but you could say we already saw that in the tide. Yeah, like if the Goon Squad was in Van Nuys. Oh, I mean it'd no be qu- over. No question. You know what I mean? For I'm, the most part. For the most part, I mean there's still again, we're gonna talk about some of these teams. Yeah. I wanna get into it. Alright, let's get into it. Well, I wanna go back to Corey Thorell. Cause I you know I gotta say he's he's a good representative of San Diego, Tough League San Diego. You've got guys like him that put are putting this conference on the map and saying, hey, we're here, we got the best competition down here, and the Tough Cup will be coming home. And I, and I love seeing players that enthusiastic because there's a lot of arguments that Thorell is, is not a playmaker. I, I see comments like that sometimes, and, and I definitely want to argue that statement. There is and, there's a massive— and, 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 You know, and he's argue his side, I've seen. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's all been hashed out on social media. We could do a whole podcast just on that subject. Just on that one comment but thread. But. I, I just got to gotta shout him out because whether we're talking good or we're talking bad about him, he's still a big-time representative of these players. Like uh, also uh, uh, Turtle Turnowicks over there in the Goblins. Like they voice themselves. 
themselves, of, of their passion for this league, and they want to see it grow, and they want to be a part of the, the championship team. And Thorell's done it. If right. he does it again in a couple weeks, it'll be a straight year. Right. So you know, and and I will say this for all, for all the haters out there of Corey Thorell, he is a dedicated <laughs> fi- flag football yeah, player. Absolutely. He's he's what makes this sport great. He is super dedicated, absolutely. and he's a team player. Yeah. Now, granted, I have seen him out there going. Well, that's what going makes going eight on some of the refs out there. Yeah. No, but I mean. You know, it, but everybody's competitive. He's not starting fights like the Copperheads and getting himself ejected. That's and, true. And you know what I mean? He keeps it to a certain degree. That's and that's true. how everybody needs to. And it's not just Corey Thorell. There's a bunch of players I could shout out. But I brought him up in particular because there's a lot of debate on social media about, you know, his team taking home the Tough Cup. Right. So and brings and us back to it. Who's who's going who's gonna to stop him? Yeah, and and I want to start out. Let's him let's, and the goons, rest of the goon squad. Right. Let's let's start out with the Phantoms. Okay. I want to start out with the Phantoms because the the Phantoms are a team since Jake Purdy left. You know this team. It's been kind of up. I wouldn't say up and down because they have been. They still have been in it, but they were the tides competition. They were the tides competition, and but now Brandon Jones is here. Yeah, and Brandon Jones has stepped into this role very, very well. He's a quarterback, veteran quarterback, coming back to this team. So for all the San Diego guys who don't know right. his names, Brandon Jones is a an interesting quarterback. He has an interesting style of play, not unlike. Brandon Goffner down in the Goon Squad. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit different. Uh, Brandon Goffner, from what I've seen, is a little bit more mobile. But Brandon Jones is a good quarterback. He's got some stellar weapons in Mr. DJ Stevens and Mr. John Austin. Yeah, hit me with some stats for those guys. So DJ Stevens it wrecked the league this season. Put up 937 yards and 20 touchdowns. That's That's Darius Walters and Billy Hudson combined as far as receiving yards go. Then that's their best two receivers over exactly, in the goon squad. Exactly, and that's we're just crazy. going by numbers, or, or, or I'm sorry, you know, I left out John Principato of the goon squad. You know that that's Principato and Walters combined. You know, or, or Hudson and, and Principato combined. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's just one receiver on that team. So if the goon squad goes and plays the Phantoms. That's one of the guys you got to watch. First and foremost, I should say. Yep. Then you got Austin. Then you got Austin. John Austin. And that's one of the biggest things and, and uh, the biggest reason that DJ Stevens has done so well on the Phantom squad is because John Austin has kept the defense off of him. Yeah. And, you know, DJ Stevens finds himself in one-on-ones and he is a monster able to just break away from damn near everybody. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if anybody on the goon squad is going to be able to keep up with his speed. He he's a he's a beast. So then you have the Phantoms who are playing their their counterpart, the Venom. Right. And the Venom, let's say Goon Squad versus Venom. Now you got Greg Ellis, and you got Rashi Scarborough. Right. How's the Goon Squad gonna handle these guys? And Rashi Scarborough is like the DJ Stevens of the Venom. Right. He's he's a difference maker. He's the ex receiver, and not only do they have him, but they have Marquise Powell. Uh, who do you think from the Goon Squad could potentially take care of these two guys? You know, you got Jonathan Thomas, who was also former Tide. He's on the Goon Squad. He's got four interceptions on the season, and that's the highest any player has on the Goon Squad. The Goon Squad only has 12 interceptions as a defense, where they kind of shine more is in their sacks. They got 15 sacks on the season, nine of them coming from Corey Thorell. Right. So there's a little tidbit right there. Nine sacks <laughs> on the season is putting in work. That's nothing to scoff at. Nine, nothing to scoff at. I like that. It's nothing to sneeze at. Nothing to sneeze at, scoff at. It's nothing to, to crapple at. <laughs> I'm just making up words. <laughs> you know, it, it, 
Corey Thorell <clears throat> handling the business for pass rushing, but you know, can he the the one the the one pass rusher that I love to watch on the Goon Squad and I think would give the Venom some serious, serious trouble is Justin Stewart. Yeah. Justin Stewart is a monster on the pass rush. He is fast. He is relentlessly fast. Yeah. And even if he's not getting the sacks because it's not showing up on the stats, right, right. he's putting major pressure he's, on the he's quarterback. Le- he's making the door open for Thrill. Right. You know what I mean? It's not all about individual stats. Yeah. And and I've even seen the Goon Squad come with three guys. Right. So is is Greg Ellis going to be able to hit Rashi Scarborough or Marquise yeah. Powell with that kind of pressure? And the same goes for Brandon Jones to Stevens. Right. You know, in Austin. And then, well, so that's that's Van Nuys in a nutshell. So the Goon Squad, if, if I was you, I'd be listening to uh, to all the Van Nuys podcasts, especially last week's to get, you know, that full breakdown on that game. That's the Van Nuys Conference Championship. You're going to have to face the Venom or the, or, or the Phantoms. Right. Then you have Mid-City. This is where it gets hot. Let's start with the War Eagles. Okay. Okay. The War Eagles and Rick Conti have had a resurgence after taking a season off. Yeah. And Rick Conti has his team in excellent position. Granted, I, I still don't think they're going to win, but it's not that they don't have a shot. Yeah. It will, will, it will be close, I think. I, I think it would be a, it's going to be a good game between those two. But the War Eagles and how they stack up against the Goon Squad, you know, again, I think Conti might have a little more luck with the uh, pass rush of he's, the Goon Squad. He's very, very calm. And he's mobile. He's calm and mobile, and he's he's a strategic, smart quarterback. So right. Not that Hernandez isn't over the Raptors, or any of these four quarterbacks for that matter, but right. yes, now, I agree. Now, on the flip side of that, is Justin Stewart being one of the centers for the Goon Squad, is he going to be able to handle Chase Savage and Avenal Cavett? That's very true, too. You're going to have to have Thorell on that line as well. Thorell on Cavett, I think that could be a good matchup. And you know a lot of these guys, Justin Stewart in particular as well, is familiar with Chase Savage. Right, and you know Avenal Cavett of the War Eagles. And so you know these two guys rushing in, they create a mismatch for any team. And so when you're having to dedicate two of your receivers to block these guys... Not to mention Conti has the most interceptions on his team because he's going two ways there. He's not just quarterback, but he's in the backfield. Right. So I mean, he's that again, and we've talked about this. Go listen to the Mid City right. podcast. We go in depth on that one. So yeah, I mean, get into that. But you know, that could play to his advantage, or it could play to his disadvantage by getting tired on defense. And so True. somebody else might have to step in for playoffs. Yeah. But this team has a monster squad of receivers. We've gone into depth on them on the Mid City podcast. the The Goon Squad. I want to say one thing about Brandon Goffner. He is a Interesting to say the least quarterback. He has a very interesting style of play. He he looks like he's freaking out all the time on the field, but he hits his receiver every time. Yeah. I mean, granted I have seen some drops, but he hits him in the hands almost every time. Seventy five percent passing completion rate. That's you, huge. Yeah. I mean, it's, you, you can't say anything about that. That that's great. I mean that's that's a killer percentage. It is. It really is. He's got a one thirty three rating. As a quarterback, that's right. high. I know Conti is like 142. Right. So Conti's on that too as well. But uh, now, yeah, but no, and now you have well, my pick. There we go. And, and oh, wait, I want to rewind it real quick. For everybody that doesn't know, I had said the Ducks are, have, have the best shot at making it other than the Raptors. I put $100 on the Ducks. The War Eagles took them out in the semifinals there. That's right. And uh, so I doubled up on the War Eagles. <laughs> so I got 200 on the War Eagles. And if they win, I get that. But if they lose, you get that 200. So 
I I want to I want to go because you're going Raptors. I am so confident right now. So I will let you. I will let you change your team. No, no, there's no changing from the War Eagles to the Goon Squad. But no, I won't. You won't. Okay. All right. Hmm. All right. Hmm. So out of the three teams, War Eagles, Goon Squad, and Raptors, you would still pick Raptors. I would still pick Raptors. Ugh. I will let you change your team. There, it's no, I'm not going to change my team. Okay. Um, I'm going to go War Eagles. All right. Um, it'll be a, a it'll surprise me a lot. I I won't even lie. Yeah. I got no choice. No, no. We made we made a deal. It's going through. Okay. Uh, everybody thinks the, thinks the Goon Squad. I do want to see that game though. Goon Squad Raptors needs to happen. It does. It cost me two hundred dollars to do so. So be it. <laughs> That's it, a hefty it, price for a tough league ticket. It needs to happen. Like I said, I'd love to see Van I squeak in and shut both these conferences down. But we need to see Goon Squad Raptors. I want to say this. The Raptors, one of the biggest things that's going to play to their advantage is their ability to pick the ball off. They have an ex- an, ex- an exceptional ball hawking defense. Yeah. They've put up seven defensive touchdowns. And with the way the Goon Squad has dropped some passes this season and tipped some balls up, I wouldn't be surprised to see at least one to two defensive touchdowns in the game. Yep. And that could put the Raptors over the top. You know who's infamous for making that happen in the big game? Lester Thomas. Lester Thomas. Beast. So, and it'd be it'd be it'd be even more epic because he's doing it to a former team. So. Essentially, right? I mean, that's I mean, essentially he could pick off his former quarterback. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I mean, that's... Billy Hudson's got to watch out. I, I'd I'd love to see it to be honest. That is such an epic man, and I know there's nothing but respect between these guys. So, right. This is going to be one of the most epic games in tough league history. Yeah. If it goes this way, it's you know, still up to the other three teams to change that. Yeah, I mean, Jason Tomlinson and Darius Walters and Jonathan Thomas, these three guys are going to have their hands full in the backfield playing, you know, up against some of the best receivers in tough league from the Raptors. Yeah. And, you know, it, you know, Marcus Stevens, uh, Randy Borer, Lester Thomas, German and CISO coming off the center. These are some major matchup nightmares. And the Goon Squad, like I said, they're going to have their hands full. A lot of people are just giving it to them at this point. Yeah. I can't do that. And you know what? But, but I still, though, any of the four teams that are coming out of Los Angeles, they're going to have their hands full as well. True. Because let's not forget, you got Justin Stewart putting up 11 touchdowns on a season and Billy Hudson putting up the same 11 touchdowns on a season. So these guys are putting up work. And if you're going to play the goon squad, these are the first guys you need to shut down. And then thirdly, John Principato. Right. So, and, you know, and, and then Darius Walters. So and that's now, already four guys you need to have an answer for before even stepping on that field to play this team. One of the players that we don't talk about all that much, in, in my opinion, is Casey Hazley from the goon squad, number 13. Uh, studying a lot of the game film on the goon squad he's all over the field on offense yeah he's making plays for his quarterback getting open when the play breaks down i, I want to just give him a shout out because yeah. he did work because these are the guys that don't show up in stats but they show up in game film and we look to both those things and you might not hear your name as much as you should but we're watching we're watching so man. and and you know that's that's what makes this league so awesome again is all the resources that these players have. And, and to be honest, I'd love to break down every team, you know, and all the players on each team every week. The reality is there are 60 teams in Tough League and we got to act accordingly. Everybody needs to get their share of attention. And right now, it is the Goon Squad. They deserve every bit of this attention because they could potentially be taking home this Tough Cup. Right. I can't wait. I can't wait either. It's going to be epic. 
But this week we have Easter Sunday. The weekend after we have right. the, the the tough league LA you know playoff finales for Titan. Yep. And then after that, the Goon Squad will know who they're playing in that final game for yeah. the Tough Cup. And then I got another hundred on the Goon Squad now. <laughs> I, I will, I'll I'm be glad kidding. to take I'm, your money. I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> no, kidding. We're, we're excited for the Tough Cup. If you can't tell, we're ready for it. We're ready to record another podcast once these games play out and we know who the Goon Squad is really playing. Raptors Goon Squad. Raptors Goon Squad. I'll go Ra- I'll go Goon Squad. All right. We'll debate that. Well, I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. All right. We're closing it out. You guys have a great night for the Tough Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Dolan, always joined by Danny Baskin. Listen to the Tough Talk Podcast every Wednesday morning. Every Wednesday morning, new episode, Tough Talk Podcast. Stephen Danny morning. Love and love it. Tough Talk.